one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for new hands-free sketches slip-ins footwear. Imagine playing football against no defense or goalkeeper. How easy would that be? That's what it's like putting on my new hands-free Skechers slip-ins. There's nothing stopping my foot from just going in. I just step in and I'm done, with no bending down to touch my shoes. So how do Skechers slip-ins work? It's like they have an invisible built-in shoehorn, so my foot slides into place. Then the heel pillow technology keeps my foot comfy and secure. Find Skechers slip-ins at a Skechers store or skechers.co.uk. No, be fair. That was good. It was a bit abrupt at the end, if I'm honest. Yeah, that's because I literally did that before I came on because I forgot to do it. Because I had a note to do it and I forgot to do it. Anyway, evening, everybody. How are we all doing? Welcome to the award-winning, awe-inspiring National Running Show taking over, non-award-winning, because we protest at those sort of awards, uh, Heroes from the Long Run Show. You're welcome. This is our 200th episode. Can you wow. all believe it that we've made 200 episodes of this tour? And I can't <laughs> believe that we've not yet one received any sort of legal email from somebody telling us we've got to get off air. Still time, mate. It could be after I just said that about those awards. Anyway, good evening, everybody. We are talking about things that we have learned from running. We're going to give you some advice, some stuff that we have learned. And you're going to take that knowledge and you're going to it, well, sort of embrace it. That's the word I'm looking for. You're going to embrace it. And it's going to make you feel awesome. So before we get on to the usual admin, let's introduce the team tonight. We've got a packed team tonight, which is awesome. And then most importantly, I'm going to welcome Kimmy back to the stage. You all right, Kimmy? Hello. Thanks for having me. So we've got the legend that is Kim on with us. And she's going to tell us all about that injury that she's you got your thing on haven't you You're, yeah. yeah okay we'll come on to that uh ben's here he's massively upgraded his studio tonight he's got a very big mic if all you boys are asking that <laughs> is a mic isn't it ben? uh it is yep yeah. <laughs> that's good to know uh we'll coast down the bottom keeping an eye on everybody make sure we don't get any um legal procedures set against us and then of course and most importantly sorry kim he's back from his, what's the best way to describe Tony? Is that a holiday? Sabbatical. Sabbatical. Hiatus. Thank you, Wilco. What's I'm that, going Tony? Hi- I'm going hiatus. He's been on a yeah. hiatus. Uh, but the good news is he's back. He's been running. He saw all his fans at the National Running Show. So the good thing is I don't have to play around with all the tech and cock it all up tonight. And I pr- hope you'll enjoy the um, very expensive, well-put-together intro that we did. Right, so... I'll come back to the team in a sec. Let me get rid of some of the admin. Uh, we're giving away, um, we're announcing the competition winner tonight from the um, National Running Show, by the way. Uh, so we'll be doing that in a while. We've got to give a shout out to our sponsors, Sketches. Get over to sketches.co.uk and we thank them very much for supporting us and everybody at the uh, National Running Show. Uh, so that's great news for that. Uh, obviously, uh, Start Fitness guys, always give them some love. 
They're very kind enough to help us out with the, um, we'll come on to the National Run Show. Um, we did a big shakeout run and they gave everybody a load of goodies. So thank you very much to those guys. And in particular, the guys uh, and girls from our Catch the 5K program who got a little present they weren't expecting this week um, because we had some over. So we wanted to make sure I, I said to Hayden, can you take that with you? Uh, and give that to your cats to 5k people because I think it's awesome. Um, so that's good. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, uh, that was the other thing. So the next week we've got a big announcement coming on. I can't remember what day it is, but there's a big announcement coming next week. Just make sure you are following us on all the social media platforms that we cover. Uh, the club, uh, 40 runs, everything is going to be sprayed everywhere. You won't be able to get away with it. You'll be sick of us by hopefully the end of next week. Unless it gets delayed, Natch could happen. Uh, but yes, yeah, so hopefully we'll be able to announce that next week. That is huge. That will change the landscape of running clubs in the UK. It's massive. And I think, um, yeah, it's just pretty awesome, really, to be perfectly honest with you. So make sure you're um, following us on all. Actually, we've got Kim here. Kim, what's the handles for the running club? Um, at 40 Runs Running Club. There you go. So get involved in that. And that's Instagram. Uh, follow the Facebook page and all that sort of stuff as well. So, yeah. And if you're not subscribed to the newsletter and all this sort of stuff, not joined, it's free to join. There's no barrier to entry to this club. So get involved. That's massive. And that's coming hopefully this week, unless there's a delay that's out of our control. Now, we are recording this live, as you can tell, because we um, muck about a lot. And we want you to get involved. I've already seen that all the chat is bubbling with activity. Wilco, is that the right way to describe it? Yeah, um, simmering, ready simmering. To boil simmering. over, I think. It's not bubbling yeah. yet. So get in there and uh, make sure you comment, chat, um, and talk about whatever you want to talk about. Oliver, yes, I know, and that is why I'm trying to get through tonight as quick as I can. There is a game of football <laughs> on tonight. Um, although I, I'm not that hopeful, but I do want to watch some of it uh, after this show. So we're going to be batting through this as quick as we can, mainly because I want to watch the football. Uh, right, so I think that's it in terms of admin. Um, right, 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 right. Let me just double check because I don't want to get told off uh, when I do these things. Yeah, okay, we're coming on to the competition. But before we get on to the competition, I've got two. I've got a question for everybody first um, that no one was expecting. Uh, so, before I ask the, the team the question, have you got your Garmin on? No. Kim? No, it's not fair to ask Kim. I, I just we always we always ask what your race predictors are, but I feel a bit bad because you're like proper injured. You're not just like got a bad knee, you've got like broken <laughs> stuff. I have been then um, walking a lot though. Okay, Tobe, can you get so, your Garmin, please? No. I'm trying to remember what <laughs> <laughs> no fun, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kimmy, play the game. Some of us want to play the game. Oh, I don't know if I can remember how to do it. Don't worry. Ben is currently targeting a 258 marathon. Wasn't it what you said on your Garmin, Ben? No, my Garmin said 338. No, that was definitely... no rubbish. Wrong, right, I'm not having that. Mine says 407. This can't say 338. Yeah, That's but Wilco, you, oh, yeah. you were very close to running a PPE on Wednesday, weren't you? Yeah, we had a lovely time at um, the um, run through uh, Chaser Moon at Batsy Park. And we were chasing the moon because it was pitch black, wasn't it? It was. It was, um, it was a crack, well, cracking night. Lovely, um, good 40 turnout. Lots of the London club who I have the pleasure of joining most runs on a uh, Wednesday night. We were all down there. Um, yeah, it went pretty well. I did um, 51 minutes, which I was pretty pleased with. My PB's 50 30. I just yeah. found, um, I don't know whether it's because the times are getting so, but I'm just finding now that the small margins are making mm. such a difference. Like on the kilometers, like for you. five or six. Set, I can't find that sort of six or seven seconds extra kilometer. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think, right, it made a difference running one at that time of night trying to push a time out, and two, that it was pitch bloody black? I mean, it, it was, it was some I mean, points, yeah. I mean, that's uh, the, the conditions are obviously going to, um, they make you a little bit more cautious, don't they? Mm. And when I've done, I've done one of those races before. I did it at the Olympic Park. It's one of my first, one of my first forty things, mm. sort of like back end of sort of like two thousand and nineteen. Mm. I did one there, and that was a little bit more. I didn't feel as sort of like enclosed in the darkness as much as um, it did. So, and also, yeah, I, I think we're all. I am quite an evening runner. I, I run during the evening, during the mm. summer, and things like that. But I don't race at that time. So, Funny, you know it? what, you know what it's like in the morning. Yeah, it's good. It's a novelty though. 
because yeah. in the mornings, you know what it's like. You get up, you have your breakfast, you have the same breakfast before you go, and you have your prep, you have your system, don't you? I found myself sort of like east eating pasta at sort of like three o'clock in the afternoon, which is neither here or there. It's neither nah. lunch, it's near your tea. It was all a little bit mixed up. Okay. But, but yeah, it was different. But um, what yeah. about you, Kimmy? And, mm-hmm. I mean, because you've done, we've done them together, the, the stuff running, not necessarily running times hard, but running in the evening, like yeah. a, a race. Is it? Do you find that different? I haven't run in the evening for ages, mm-hmm. but I, I love those run through events. Um, yeah, I actually think I prefer it because it's cu- cooler as well, okay. usually, isn't it? And that's usually quite good for me because I'm not good in the heat. Okay. So um, you, you enjoy that. Last one I did, I actually did get quite a good um, time. It wasn't a PB time, but it was close to it. My, my, my 10K PB is 53 something. And I think I got about 54 the last That's time good. I did it. So, yeah, I was quite pleased with that. And that I, was a- I, I like them in the summer. Is there the ones you've been, you've been doing, Kimmy? When they're a bit lighter in the evenings? The last run through one I did, the one that I'm talking about, was actually um, October or November. Right, okay. Last year, I think. Oh, right. Okay. That's pretty mm. awesome. What about you, Ben? What about running in the evening? Doing like, Have you done one of those run-through late ones? I haven't done one of the run-through ones, but we did the summer solstice ones. Yeah, but it was light. I'm talking about if it was dark. And... Uh, no, I'm, I mean, I don't mind going out for a run mm. in the dark. I don't know yeah. about racing and it's really, pushing it's it. It's a weird experience. Yeah, yeah it's, it was about you, footing. I just got to remember what running is. Yeah, that is true. Remember, he's been on his sabbatical. No, definitely more morning person, morning run. It's a funny old one, isn't it? evening stuff. Now, here's the question. This is what I was really going to ask you. When I got home, I, fe- I, I they gave me this medal thing, right? Mm. And I thought myself, what was the point? I, not being, I just found myself like, what am I going to do with this? It's got to the point now where, like, those events, and there's nothing wrong with those events. I think it's awesome they give people medals because maybe it's their first 10K and all that sort of stuff. But I've now got to the point where I don't think next time, I don't think I'd go through and take that medal because it's just going to go in a box. Has any of, you, any of you put your hands up like a school? Anybody got to that point now? Don't get me wrong, because if like if it was like, um, it sounds awful to run for and it doesn't mean to come disrespectful, but if it was like a big event, right, then I probably wouldn't have felt like that. But uh, do you know where I'm coming from? Anybody? So you're you're sort of like um, screening them. You've sort of like some are more important than others. Sort of. I thing, just got to the point, and I love run through. But I've got so many bloody man run through medals now. <laughs> I, they're just all they do is they're just getting him in the way. I'm um, I'm nearly on my second shoebox now. Yeah. You got um, in a shoebox. Yeah. Like... I've got nothing hanging up. Nothing. No. Oh. Um. I don't know. I I like the novelty of getting one. I like yeah. having it. I like sitting on the train and having it and wearing it hmm. and then hmm. taking it home. And then when I get home, that's it. I've just put it up. Yeah. I don't know. I just got to that point again. It's not San Blase. And I think it's awesome for people doing their first 5K, 10K, half, oh, yeah. whatever it is. But I just found myself when I got home, I was like, uh, where can I shove this? And it's actually in this cupboard behind me, just like thrown in there. That's because I couldn't be bothered to put it in the box. That's I've got to that point. So I thought I'd ask the question. Um, what you thought I, about it? I don't do anything in mine. I, I remember getting, get I, did, I didn't know what my Tokyo one was for about six months. <laughs> I mean, the Tokyo one would, the local me, event. would be up with like my New York. You know, I, I, I've got no idea where they are. Oh, so yeah. you've got, so Chris, you've got a sort of like a strict batting order then of your. Um... I have now. I've got to that point. Like, I've got all my like Great North Run ones because they mean a lot to me. Like, I've got my first, um, I think it might even be my. Like I've got up here, I've got the Vitality 10K that I did with the kids and me. Yeah. You know, they're the ones that me say, I've got, look, you can see the five London Mount, I've got New, you won't be able to see it, New York, Berlin's up there. But I've got to that point where I'm like saturated. And, but the, 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 so the, the, I don't know. I thought like when I did, I did my first marathon, when I did York, sort of like, um, yeah, it was about four years ago. Yeah, three or four years ago. And I thought, right, shall I get the T-shirt? Shall I get the medal and hang it up and all that sort of thing? And then I thought, what am I going to do when I've done 10? It's like the people, I always say, I like, because um, some people, it's not for me, but they have tattoos, don't they, with their times and yeah, things yeah. like that. And I always think it's great. Like They do their first one and they've got their time and it's sort of like, I don't know, a certain amount. And then they really crack on. And then they're getting like... And taking an hour and a half off the time that they first yeah, there, but there they are. They're still printed on their arm the uh, 
PB that they got sort of like 10 years ago when it was. Um, yeah. So it's just maybe, and I know the guys at Hampton because um, admin's doing it. They're getting the mugs, aren't they? Even though I didn't make money for because uh, Ben gave me COVID, but I, what? Um, you know, they, 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 you get a mug at Buntingford, you get a mug at um, Hampton. Yeah, but you have oh. to give it back. No, I get if I go there, I get a mug. I'm not having it. Um, but you get you get mugs now, which I think. But then again, then you'll have a cupboard full of mugs, wouldn't you? It's like exactly. where where is all this nonsense? Anyway, it was just a, it was just a party. Yeah. Thought, I'd rather have, what I would say on this. I'd rather have a medal than a t-shirt now. Yeah, the t-shirt. I, I can't be doing with the t-shirts either. I never end up wearing them in the end. They are either too small or too big, or they're all all men's ones. There's not enough ladies fit. No, you are. We're making a stand for ladies finishes t-shirts. Yeah. We're not having it. We're not having it anymore. Right. Um, <laughs> I want to recap very quickly in like five minutes the national running show, and then I want to do the giveaway if that's all right. Uh, Wilco, you weren't there. Kimmy, you weren't there. Speedgoat was there doing AV. He was working. Uh, which was nice of him. Wilco, have you seen as a, as oh, Kimmy, both of you actually, as sort of viewing from a distance? What was your thoughts and I about it? haven't managed to catch up with the show or anything, but I've seen the pictures and the crowd was enormous. It you was pulled big. a few in, mate, didn't you? We stopped. I mean, I'm not just making this up. We actually generally stopped the show. So the story goes right because like, these guys know it. So we was hang on. Uh, stepping, I say, uh, it's probably the kid, uh, bunch of kids or something. No, the um, we was we was uh, having something to eat, and my my dad come up to me and said, uh, he said, you know, like what happened? I went, what do you mean? He went, well, while you was on, I had a quick wander over to the main stage, <laughs> and he said, there's no bugger there. Colin Jackson was on, and there was like a scattering of people, and the reason I thought I uh, we started because the the official photographer. Was came over and was doing all these pictures, and I, I just thought we were, but the reason is because basically we stopped the traffic. There was nobody, nobody on the floors apparently. They'd all stopped to to see what was going on, and you know what it's like when something's happening. People stop, stop, and go, oh, what's going on there? And all of a sudden, it just it just swelled out to this huge thing, and we literally stopped the show for the forty odd minutes that we were on. It was incredible, absolutely I incredible. I couldn't believe the, the size of the crowd when I looked at the podcast. It was Unreal. amazing. And when you think, I you remember the first the first year we went there, and we had that little stall, didn't we? Mm -hmm. And we had a group photo, and there was I don't know fifty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 15, and then literally everywhere you went on that show on Saturday, Sunday a little bit less, but everywhere you went. There was somebody 40 runs. Every stand was asking, who the hell are these people? And then the people who were around our stand, right? So there was two companies. We had the uh, WWF, the other side. But two companies actually asked to make sure that they're next to us next year. Because, because the amount of people we had. I didn't let them tell them that we probably won't be there, but anyway, worry about that later. But the uh, yeah, they wanted to be around us because because our our busy work. It was just amazing to see. We basically took the whole thing over, and then we got in a little bit of trouble, didn't we, Ben? You did. No, Hayden, I was directing did. people, so it's fine. So we did this shakeout run, group no group run, group run, and we turned up and Hayden. It was like five o'clock. Hayden's uh, so Hayden, it was down at the thing. Hayden's gone. And we had we we capped it at three hundred people, right? Thinking that's plenty, but we worked it out because we're not idiots, right? We'd done the risk assessment, we'd worked out how many roughly leaders we had, and you know, again, we're we're not stupid people, right? We've got all the insurance and stuff in place uh, because there was a lot of stuff that wasn't. Um, but anyway, we worked it all out, and then it was five o'clock. Hayden's going, I don't think anyone's going to turn up. There was like a handful of people, and I thought I said to him, "No, that'd be all right. Like this is plenty because it's pitch dark outside. Done my bad." And I'm, I'm faffing about with Mick and the speaker. Because Mick, bless him, took this biggest speaker. I stitched him right up. Um, but he's an absolute hero, Mick, if you're listening. And uh, he's doing and, and so And then all of a sudden, I looked up, and Hayden's gone, we've got, got a bit of a problem. We've got this lady like, having a go at me over here. And as I've got up, there's like 300 people there. I'm <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Where the hell? They've all come, like, literally at once. And we took up this whole foyer. And the person that Hayden was talking about, she runs the whole NEC. She'd been called in. On <laughs> <laughs> a day was, off. <laughs> she was going nuts. Oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. And then, you know, I talked to her and she was lovely. 
and uh, <laughs> and all this sort of stuff. I won't go into that because I don't want to embarrass anyone. But the bottom line is, we we then we went out. But I did the safety briefing, and I told everybody to be quiet because we was already getting told off from other people, not just her, right? And so I've done a safety briefing and I've told everyone, you know, give us a cheer, but do it really quietly. Whisper, like, let's just get out of here really quiet. I've said to Mick, Mick, whatever you do, don't start to speak until we get outside, you know, like, let's be respectful. Literally, as soon as they've stepped outside, it was like you walked into a rave. The whistle started, the speaker come on. <laughs> and when it bent, I mean, it you was. tell them, it was mental. It, literally, as soon as you walked through that door, it was kind of... Yeah, the sound was, yeah, <laughs> it was incredible. It was just like, it was oh. like night and day. Like, it just hit this sound. And I was like, oh, I hope she's gone. Like, I was threatening because I, <laughs> but lucky she had gone. Uh, and then we sort of, yeah, and then we ran around um, the NEC. So that was brilliant. So it was, it was an amazing weekend. I want to thank everybody just publicly for coming along, saying hi, being part of the show, asking the questions, getting involved, coming to the shakeout run, the group runs, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and, and coming up to me personally and, and saying hi, uh, it was just lovely. So thanks, thanks to everyone. A big shout out as well to Tony and Lloyd um, because they manned the, sta the stand early doors when I was doing some other stuff that I had to do. So big love to them. I know they had a bit of trouble, um, but I won't get into that because I caused some more mayhem with something else. <laughs> That's a story that we can't talk about on here. Uh, but they had to take a little. I'm just glad that, um, you know, Lloyd was there. Uh, and anyway, and that's so a big shout out to them and everybody else. So thanks very much, everybody else who's on the stand. Right. Okay. So, and while we was there at the um, National Running Show, which we owned and took over, uh, I was going to say something, but I think I already got told off by Hayden then. The, uh, we ran a competition. So um, I want you, uh, let's start actually, because I can get you all involved. Because so I've got everybody's, uh, we've got a thing with everybody's names and, and stuff on it. And I've split it out because there's so bloody many of you who entered this competition, which made this an absolute nightmare. So I've got this sheet up in front of me and I've, I've devised it into to basically some form of madness so what i want you to do wilco is yeah. pick a number between one and five four four correct if i go quiet because i'm like concentrate like going to tabs <laughs> carol boarded in here right. uh, uh ben a to e b b Yeah. <laughs> you've, got, you've got to remember I am thick when I stuff. Kim, can you give me a number between one and a hundred? Oh, blimey. Please. Um, 52. 52. Uh, I've got absolutely no idea who this is. Sam Peterson, you've just won £250 start fitness voucher. Whoa. And a pair of um, new Ghost Brooks Ghost Max. So Ooh. I will email you and um, so you can claim your prize. But well, well done, done Sam. Him or her a round of applause. Yeah, it could be either. Well, we had a bit of a trouble with Sam's, didn't we? When we did the quiz, I got the guy. Oh, yeah, Christ, yeah. we got in trouble with that. Anyway, so there you yeah. go. Uh, we just gave that away. You're I'm all just welcome. shutting up. Is there anything going on? I've just seen loads in the chat and stuff. Is there anything going on in there? Um, yeah, I've just seen one. I caught a glimpse. I just wanted to say... Um, Jay Mackey, happy 50th birthday. That was from oh, uh, Lindsay Paul. 50, beautiful age. Oh, there's loads of people. It's so good. Yeah. Thanks very much, guys. We we appreciate it. Um, oh, hang on. Eilish. Eilish, this is from Mick. Eilish is a big fan of the channel. She's had picture taken with Eilish and she made a comment about our 40 tops. She's a hero. She yeah. loves us. She was our warm-up act. If you didn't know, <laughs> it was in the program that she was officially the warm-up act for us. Well, so I, I thought Colin Jackson would have realised that he was on a loser because he's I, been on anyway. I'll tell you what now. When Colin Jackson saw the programme, he'd have gone, oh, no, I've had money. He, he, honestly, he would have gone, these these guys, they're going to tear me up. So mm. that was that. So that was all fun and games. That's can, the I just, can I just yes. give a quick shout out to somebody mm. who's probably not listening, but I thought was an amazing thing this week. A guy called Colin Fawn, who in New Zealand became the first 100-year-old to run a park run this week. Wow. Wow. Nice. That's 175th. He started running on his 93rd birthday. What a hero. And he has become the world's first centurion park runner. So is he in his own age group category? I don't know if you go, no. do you go to sort of like 100, 104, or was that the end of the sort of like the low 90s? No, he's got Hayden alongside him, isn't he? Oh, <laughs> he's not even here to defend himself. 
Oh, I've been quite nice to him today, and I really I've not gone too. You know, so he got twenty three minutes. Yeah, done well. Man. Not even mention him. He's like he doesn't yeah. exist. So that was it. Colin Fawn, hundred years old, doing park runs. There was a I lady. Want to be Colin. There, was a, there was a lady at the park run we did, Ben, wasn't there? She it how was, old was she? Uh, wasn't she ninety? Was it ninety? It was something like that. It and we had birthday. the other we had the other guy, didn't we? Uh, when we were ordering him the other week, he yeah. was ninety two. Hayden. Oh, hang on. I've just I've just got rid of Tobe. <laughs> how did oh. I do it? Tobe, what have I done? He's back. <laughs> Tope, why is, why is drag to move? What's this? Tope, I'm turning. I've got like this thing up here that I'm turning up down. I probably shouldn't be doing this live. This is while why you here. shouldn't be allowed in charge of control. Jimmy. I've got this control here. I don't really know what it is. It's well good. Anyway, sorry. nothing. Get back to what we were talking about. <laughs> right. So, Kimmy. Yes. What have you been up to? Why have you got your arm in a sling? <sighs> well, first day of Manchester Marathon training. Go for a little run get to the end of um six miles and i'm like should i go this way or should i go that way i'll go this way wish i hadn't have gone that way because just as i was crossing the road i must have i must have i was saying to wilco earlier i must have just turned around to see if there are any cars coming before i crossed the road and the next minute i was like an inch away from the tarmac and wow. i felt my shoulder i knew i'd done something wrong because mm. i couldn't turn my garmin off <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I can't turn it off. So I made sure I did that before I rang my husband to come and get me. Yeah, stop your garbage before you like your feet. Yeah. Um yeah, and I was like, just take me straight to the hospital because I know yeah. I've done something wrong. He said, what do you think you did? How do you think? Well, just shut up and take me to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't hit because your arm was hurting. And I don't go over any bumps. Oh, There's a lot of bumps, I can tell you, from the, the, the short distance from where I decked it to the hospital. But oh, anyway. Thing. What's the matter with you lot in Southend? Helen fell over the other week. Helen fell over like a couple of days after I fell over. What's that yeah. all about? What's going on in Southend? Is it not safe to run in Southend? <laughs> I don't know. See, I, I don't like running at night because oh. in case I fall over. Mm -hmm. But I've fallen over. This is the third time I've fallen over now. And it's always been daylight. You need a safety warning when you go out. <laughs> I honestly don't know what, what it is. But the, the first time I fell over, I chipped a tooth. And then the second time I fell over was literally, I went out a week after that mm. um, so that I didn't lose my confidence. And then I fell over again down the seafront. And I smashed all my mouth out here. And luckily... It's a dangerous game, isn't it? And people say, that's the trouble. What do you say to people, especially at the hospital, when they go... That's the trouble with oh. what? People say to you, um, oh, yeah, this running, I don't run and I don't get injured. Oh, shut up. What, what do you, how do you reply to that? So I mean, I know... You've got to do one. Get off your couch. Stop being so bleeding lazy. Oh, you yeah. to tell me what to do. Something on them lines. So anyway, I've broken my shoulder in two places. Oh, Kim. How long to your back? Well, I said to the first thing I said is like I'm running a marathon in April. Can I still do it? Um, and the doctor, the doctor said to me, "Well, there's nothing wrong with your legs." <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was, I'm quite hopeful. But then, but then they said, "But you don't want to risk falling over again." Well, that is that, isn't it? Because you obviously are a clumsy moo. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. You, basically. I'm going to go and see the physio on Tuesday and have a right. sensible conversation. Because yeah. um, is it worth it though? Is it really worth it? It's going to be the next year, isn't it? I can, yeah, I can defer and I can transfer up until the fifth of um, February. Yeah. So um, if anybody wants my place. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I've had to cancel the winter run as well. I'm deferred the winter run at the end of February. But, good news, still coming to Cyprus. Hey! Could I still do the half, do you think? Yeah, oh. we've got a group run, we've got everything. Don't worry, you could still probably use the other one to pick up that wine glass. Don't worry about it. And Kimmy, oh, there's, there's police in Cyprus, right? We can do what we did in Ibiza. We can, re yeah, that was a good Ibiza, wasn't it? That was a good, uh, it was yeah, half. lovely time. <laughs> We had a lovely time. I've never seen so many George Michael look-alike policemen. <laughs> oh, we need to move on. We need to move on, please. This is not going we down. We were like, he's mine. I'm having him. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I'm having him. <laughs> just re- sorry, is your mic glowing up? Yes. No, it's exciting. See, notice it went pink when you mentioned policemen. Right? <laughs> this is what I'm saying to you. Is, is it just because you mentioned policemen that your mic is now glowing? Yeah, I think so. We've got to stop this. this it's is not good. just the mic glowing, though, get, is it? 200 episode, we finally get taken off of air. It's not, it's not, it's not the lawyers at a certain channel that's on YouTube. But no, it's, it's uh, anyway, something else. Okay, right. <laughs> get off of this. Time help. Um, right, so tonight, let's talk about something meaningful, and then we'll come on to, because I want to talk about um, the new Extreme Park Run at the end, to see if we can go drum up some business for um, Al, Carolyn, and Hayden. Not that they need it. Uh, but we need to drum up some business and launch that. Uh, I want to talk about, because it's quite interesting, we've got Kimmy on, the sort of stuff we've learned, mistakes that we've made that we've we've learned from, right? And I think we've all got our own experiences, and we wanted to share some of that with you tonight, discuss it, talk about it. And I thought to myself, how, how best to sort of structure this? So I thought to myself, what are my sort of regrets, right, about running? What... What do I wish I'd done better earlier? I thought would be a great way to to start this, right? And we can see where it goes. So I wrote down four regrets or four things that I wish I'd done better. Or wish, yeah. So I'm going to go through them and I want your input on them. And it's, let's see, because I think some of it's going to intertwine between all of us. Because I think these are classic schoolboy errors. Okay. Are we all right with that, team? Yeah. yeah. Crack on, so... You need to have done some running to input on this. Oh, do you want to turn me off again? You could refer back to your Tokyo Marathon for some of this. That's Not all I'm thinking. That that's the last that. time you walked. I mean, run. Okay. So the worst, that worst. So the first thing that I wrote down when I thought about this, and we spoke about this a million times, but it is one of the, the things. And it made me think because of Wednesday was that I used to neglect a proper warm up and a cool down. So on Wednesday, we did go out. Wilco, uh, it made me laugh because I was thinking of you. Because as we was warming up and down, we, we was the only Herberts running up. Remember, I said to you, oh, Hayden's run back to his house. He's gone so far in his warm up. <laughs> but I have to say, like, since doing it, it has made a difference. And the cool down as well. So, you know, the stretching and all that sort of stuff, right, has made a difference. And I definitely, 100% sitting here, neglected that when I started out. Mm. And that's something that I've sort of learned from. So spinning around, let's start with you, Kimmy, in terms of warming up and cooling down. Is that something you do, don't do, did do, thought about doing, thought was a good uh, idea? I used When I first started running, I used to do it all the time. Mm. I used to always um, warm up and, and um, stretch afterwards. And then I kind of got a bit blasé about it. Because you do, don't you? You kind of think, oh, well, I'm just you know, setting off. But I, what I will say is you're absolutely right about doing it because the times that I have done a gentle run down to park run on a Saturday morning from my house and then done a park run are the times when I've got my best times. Yeah. And then run back home again. And I've always felt, you know it the next day, don't you, when you haven't stretched. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, so I can, I can absolutely This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ouch for, for doing that, even though sometimes I do neglect 
to do yeah. it. I, I think there's some days where we all just go, oh, sod this, you know, mm. peeing down the rain or whatever. Um, ben, I mean, you and I, like even when you went, we went to, um, what was that place in Kent where you got me thrown out of the Weatherspoons? Dover. Dover. Yeah. We did that We did that warm-up before you ran that PB, right? We did. Uh, yeah. and, and the reason we did that was to raise your heart rate, get, you know, all the usual stuff. Do you... Uh, I mean, you never, did you used to do that? Never used to do that? I'm talking like, like earlier days when you was running. Um, yeah, I, it wasn't, I would, I would stretch before I started running, Weird. which is, yeah, I know. Right. Um, I, and I don't really know why, but I'd never do a warmer. <laughs> and why? Just read it in a book somewhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd never actually, I'd never really did a warm up until probably the the last year where we were running together mm. and I think you just made me go out <laughs> and, and then I saw results from it and I was like, Oh, this works. He knows what he's talking about. Oh, funny that <laughs> said live on air. Yeah. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> but in terms of stretching after I'm, I'm, you know, I do try, it's probably something that I forget more, more often than not. And I, and I need to kind of keep on with it. But it's not just stress. It's a cool down. Don't, don't, you know, but, yeah. the stretching is part of the cool down. It's that, it's that element. Um, Wilco, for example, on Tuesday night, after you'd done, so we was making him do kilometer loops with uh, high efforts on the hills and, and stuff like that, right? But I made you all do a shorter cool down lap with no, yeah. with no stress just to bring <clears> you down, right? That's what you did. Mm. And I'll never, um, on the cool down side, I'll never sort of like finish at my front door. No. You know, I will sort of like walk, at least have a sort of like a five minute walk or so, you know, finish at the end of the road and have a breather and ease in and walk down, do a, have a stretch. I did find it was one of the things that I've post run stretching was one of the things that I started doing properly, really, was when I did my first marathon being sort of like getting to the age and also getting around 50, I thought. I've got to give myself a chance. I'm not getting any younger. I can't, you can't do the things you can. You could do a lot of great things and you could still, but you still got, you got to look after yourself to ensure that you could do these things at the age yeah. that I've got. Yeah. And yeah. Um, warm-ups, warm-ups has been relatively recent. We had um, uh, Forrester Dean runner on. He came on, didn't he? And he was talking about different things. And he said, have a 10 minute warm-up before you have a race and things like that. And because, when I did a long run, you know, usually I thought, oh, well, my first mile would be my warm-up. That would be fine. I'll just get into it. But when I started doing that, going to park run and getting there 10 minutes earlier and just going for a little spin, doing, you know, doing a little, like, a mile or something before I go, the differences in the time were really notable. And the ex and consequently, the experience was better as well because I felt better when I was doing it because I was warm-up and ready to go. And it wasn't such a culture shock. God, 9 o'clock in the morning, you know, you're out and you're doing it. So Alf just, that's been Alf a big made a good uh, thing. Sorry, yeah, Wilco. Alf just made a good comment. The warm up is a bit like taxiing before you get on the runway. It's it's like it's true though. You should check in your flaps are working, and you check. Behave. No, I that's knew, a yellow I knew, card. I, knew, I looked at him, but no, you're checking the flaps <laughs> working. Everything's you know, everything. The pilots in there pushing all these buttons and. Air traffic Bench, control is Canadian. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's true though. It's, it is. It's like you're making sure that everything's working before yeah. you you cane it down the runway. And it's mm. true. It's it's a, it's it is a. And you get a bit of a thing. You think, oh well, how, how's it going to go today? What do I want to do? Yeah, I was going to say mentally, it helps you get into that mental Sharp. mindset of Sharp. you know rather than just stood there. When we did, uh, um, when we saw Kimmy, when you were going for your half, and we were doing the five k at um, mm. Debden. I knew you was going to say that. Right. <laughs> Just mentally prepare yourself for, for what's about to come. That's yeah. good. So that's that's the sort of regret number one. But it's, it's it's a regret, but it's something, and this is the point with these things, it's something that I've learned from, and that's why we're trying to give it out tonight, is that effectively learn from my mistakes. So, you know, put that down on your list. So the second thing, because I want to come straight onto Toad with this one, because this is one that he's very much going to resonate with, and that was ignoring the signs of overtraining. Overtraining, type overtraining, and <laughs> look at his face. But it's true, right? Because I've been guilty of this big time um, of overtraining. If you don't know what I mean, it's basically you're just hitting hitting it too hard, right? I oh, know you're running. You're not taking those rest days. You're not listening to your body. All that sort of stuff. You're you're not running easy when you should be running easy. You're pushing on every session. You're in zone three. Whatever way you want to look at it, classic signs overtraining. Knees start to hurt. 
in a in a shin start to work, start to develop shin splints, anything, mental fatigue, all signs of overtraining. And if you and if you don't watch those signs when you get to the big day, whatever you're you know gunning for, it usually the wheels come off, right? And I have been guilty of that. So that's why I put it down. Now, Tope, in a serious point, serious point, because you, uh, I was going to use a word I'm not allowed to use. You tell me off a lot for this to make sure I don't do this. What do you think about the whole thing or ser- on a serious point for once? Well, overtraining, mm. don't do it, basically. <laughs> okay. It, it's a hard one. It's a hard one to sort of quantify, isn't it? Because you, you're trying to, there's definitely the element that you can push too much too quickly, especially if you're building up, you can jump from, doing sort of 10 miles up to 20 miles, you know, but if you're going to something jump to 50 mile weeks, that's never going to help you. Um, and as you say, the effort, I remember when I first started running every time I went out, you know, and it's kind of building up once I got to five Ks and after that is going out every single time and just running as hard as you can. If I got to the end of it and I wasn't dead, this is before I knew anything about actually running, <laughs> but it was when I actually did some running. And so, you know, yeah, it's true. something's Back been said the day. But it was that thing. Every at the end of every run, I'd just be dead, and if I didn't get anywhere near what I did sort of on the previous five k, I'd be disappointed. And then you learn that actually that's not the way forward. That is true. I'm going to move on in a minute, but I do. I am going to go on to the next point. But I just want to uh, speak, grab Ben because I gave him a telling off the other day. You did, which actually I just remembered it. So tell the viewers what I did to you the other day. Where you, told, where you told me off. So after we'd done park run, I went out for uh, 16 miles. And uh, what park run? Uh, it... Dover park run. So what was that? A couple of, couple of weeks ago. And what did you so run? I'd run uh, 1923, I think PB. it was, PB on that one. Um, and then I went out the next day for 16 miles. Um, and so did, I think, five at, five at goal pace, five easy, and then chucked in five very quick or three very quick miles um and then sent to you afterwards and and you'd looked and and told me off for going out so hard and i think to toe's point i think it's really i've got better at recognizing when i'm overtraining but still not there and need you almost to say what are you doing don't you know yeah it's reckless yeah it was totally reckless He'd, he'd, he'd run a hard 5k really hard 5k and then he'd run out going to gone down 16 miles at the worst possible pace ever and then had another and then was looking down the gun or the barrel of a gun uh, a 40 mile week and i was just like that ain't happening so he, he i made him do everything really really slow and cut all his mileage back for the week mm. and and that's what you got to do because yeah. otherwise he was at risk of overtraining and then that leads to injury and it leads to all that sort of stuff so listen to the signs people look for the signs right i want to get onto this one because i'm going to throw this out to you wilco because I know you do you do do this religiously, and the rest of it, and then we're coming a bit the others. But are we talk about this to the cows come out, but it is a regret not starting strength and conditioning earlier when I started like first running, mm-hmm. because when I started, like I think most people catch the five k. Oh, I'm going to go and do this ten k. Sounds like a good idea. Oh, I go do the great north <laughs> run because I'm a hero. Uh, oh, London Marathon. Yeah, why not? Can't be that hard, can it? And then all of a sudden, you're doing all this running. And you're not doing any strength and tra- strength and conditioning, right? And I think I look back and I think, Jesus, I wish I'd like got into that early and made that part of my routine because then I would find it. I don't think as much of a struggle as I do now. What do you think, Wilco? I absolutely. I mean, I, I think regrets. Are, you know, it's a funny word, really, because these aren't really regrets. Really, these are things that we've learned from. And Stupid I re- Yeah, I only regret stuff that I can't do anything about. You can do stuff. You can still Good go. Point. You can go and do your – you say, oh, I don't do enough strength training. You could do some tomorrow. Nah, it's There's nothing point. to stop. So, I mean, I I find it – it's some dealing with these sort of things rather than doing them all – I've not done them at the start. It's like – it's the progression. It's mm. sort of like the improvement of, oh, how can I improve things? I'll, you know, I'll cut down on my beer or, you know, I'll go and do – yoga on a monday night i've got a window on monday nights what shall i do shall i stay at home and watch burnley against crystal palace or shall i go mm. and do something you know and um that's it's just open your eyes open mm. to this sort of thing and it does you good it does you good mentally to do something a bit different than just plod in the streets yeah yeah um 
and yeah, I've, I mean, I've been doing yoga regularly at a class for about the last three or four months, and I'm really enjoying it. And it's and, something and different. You, and I still need to know: Do you still blow off in front of everyone? No, someone else did the other week. Hey! <laughs> someone yeah. else did the other week. They, but, uh, yeah, it wasn't. Everyone was very serious, and no one mentioned it. Did that? Oh, it was, it was sort of. You didn't talk about it. Just it just went off. Did. And it was just sort of like, oh. Is that what I thought it was? Was that what I thought? Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, Kim, coming on to you about no, not that. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was strength and conditioning was was that something that you? I mean, it's part of. A, I know you're injured. Put that to mind. So when you were around, is there uh, is there other activities that you're doing in terms of physical activity to stuff? You know, help you? No. What? No. But I before the last um, marathon that I did before London. I did do some strength and conditioning exercises and um, I ran my best marathon time. Wow. Okay. Um, and so that kind of proves that it works because when I did London, I literally just ran. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, as I say, the proof's in the pudding, isn't it? And mm, very uh, much so. Yeah, very I, much I so. 20 minutes over, but my whole London marathon experience was a bit of a disaster from beginning to end, anyway. Lots of rookie errors that i made like what like um not sorting out my fuel early enough even though i've done other marathons and i know that i use high five gels and i know that they work for me but no let's try something different because somebody else uses something different and they like it and all oh, that looks nice and that might settle in my stomach better because okay. sometimes my stomach gets a little bit mm -hmm. as you know and um yeah so that was a silly thing to do for london at, i did it in 22 in the october and um it was all when the train strikes were happening so i'd booked up a hotel but the hotel wasn't near enough to the start line so i had to walk to the tube station i walked ten thousand steps before i even got to the start line and then then i started i was so excited because i was thinking yeah i'm going with everybody else i'm doing 545 pace look at me <laughs> she's gonna win it <laughs> and then crashed and burned at tower bridge okay. yeah um yeah silly me it was just ridiculous and and lots and another thing with london marathon as well because as you know the crowds are just so loud and amazing. But for me, it was too, too overwhelming. And I think right. you need to be aware, if you've never done a big marathon race like that before, you really need to be aware that you are going to get crowds and shouting. Mm. And also, with that in mind, I would say just make sure if you can to get friends or family to be somewhere in that crowd for you. Cause I, I, that, that marathon, I literally only had the 40 mm. cheer squad to look forward to. Cause that, for, for it was, it, they, they had good reasons not to come, but they couldn't make it a lot of my friends and family. Um, so I did feel really lonely. It's quite a lonely wow. experience when you've got people out there shouting for other people, you know, and not yeah. you. Yeah, it's it's nice to have someone to you know that is going to be at a certain point and, True. and yeah, it, it helps give you that boost. Yeah, it helps massively. It does. Sure, it does. Sure, Interesting yeah. stuff. Interesting. Um, mm. okay, I'm going to move on to the last one, and somebody just uh, Andrew. Thanks, guys, for for getting involved in the comments and talking amongst yourselves. We love it. Uh, the show only works with you guys tuning in live, but. Congratulations to two hundred. Is it our two hundredth episode? I didn't know. Mm. Uh, so, out of the seven days a week, how many would you run still daily? Never run daily, or put rest days in. So, the uh, my final thing that I wrote down was actually neglecting recovery. <laughs> Hence, the link to the rest days. So, rest days are just as important as your run days. I know that might sound obvious to some, but others it may not. You've got to think. Oh, I'm just starting this running malarkey. I've got to run seven days a week and I've got to do this and I've got to do that. Rest days are just as important, but not just the rest days, but what actually you do on that rest day. Because there's active recovery and there's all sorts of different stuff in which we can look at. So I I think it, it's very much dependent on you as a runner and, and, and as a human being and your makeup and how naturally certain things come to you. Um, if you look at, you know, Big Benny ran for 
took you know over two was it two thousand days or whatever it was and and that sort of stuff um every day and that's you know he did all that and then there's other people who like to run uh for three days a week and we said it at the live show we did you know some i think had a marathon we said we only need to run three only but three times a week right you could get around if you did that so it's all dependent on what you're looking to do you as a human background all that sort of stuff but recovery is very important so i mean somebody who's been injured with your back um as well do you feel like in your sort of when you're running, do you neglect the recovery side of it? Do you, you know, do you do that side, you know, making sure you have rest days and, but you're active doing other stuff on some other days you're not running, you know, what, what, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, mine, even when I was running, my, my life was always, it was always up and down always with my work stuff. I was like, sometimes I get out, sometimes I won't. So it was quite hard to factor in rest days as such. Um, Cause I didn't know when I was running, when I wasn't and how active I'd be at work my active job you've got not you have not got an active job Todd. it's an extremely active job yeah, it's um, lucky if when, you go into the office you just sit when, on your laptop but carry on when i um when i sort of regularly sort of more had a bit of a pattern to it it was sort of five maybe six days a week running i'd always have a day off during that week um but that i mean that was the to, to push but yeah so i think their rest days definitely and when i was cycling more as well we don't talk yeah. about biking on here, Tug. Cycling's very good, and I'm going to do it this weekend. Biking's banned um, on this channel. So using that as kind of a, a bit of on a rest day, maybe just actually go out for a gentle cycle instead, so you're that not necessarily point. not doing anything. Yeah. But is that thing is actually recovery is kind of more important because if your muscles aren't and your body's not recovering, you're not going to be able to fulfil the rest of your training plan mm -hmm. to the effect that you need to. Correct. And then you just end up injuring yourself anyway. So Ben, next week, right? Yeah. Oh, next week. Yeah. Next week we've, we've got a race on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Out of the seven days, how many days rest are you going to take next week? Uh, so it's non-running days. On... Let's be a little bit clearer. Let's say okay. non-running days. Okay. So non-running days next week. It's probably going to be one, given that we've got a race on on the Sunday. Mm -hmm. I think normally I try for two rest days or two non-running days in the week so this week i actually need to go out after this for a, a gentle three miler but um i didn't run yesterday and i'm not running i wasn't planning on running this sunday but um we'll see our plans i'm gonna break um, my sunday yeah but there's an interesting question that's just come in i wanted mm. to touch on says um in terms of when you fit your strength training in in terms of on the run days or rest days so for me i put them in i, I would generally run in the i'd go to the gym in the morning and run in the evening so i'd like my rest day to be a full rest day and yep. i'm not doing anything i might little gentle walk or, or yoga at home or something like that but interested mm -hmm. what what your thoughts are on that one uh yeah i i i uh well as you know i dropped a run for a gym session so i'm a little bit different because of the i do double running in my marathon training so uh on a tuesday this week i couldn't get to it because life's life but what i've been doing is is tuesday gym run in the evening and trying to do the same at some other point during the week. So I will drop a double run for a gym session, but I will make sure that what I do in the evenings are relatively light load if I've been to the gym. So I won't do it on a day where I've got a high effort because I wouldn't want to go to the gym and then try and push out, oh, I don't know, ill repeats or something, something stupid like that. That'd be the worst thing I could do. It makes sure if I'm going to run uh, and gym on the same day, I'll make sure that the running element is of an easy effort so you know zone two zone one super super easy um and it's not really having anything negatively impacting my body or mind that's that's where i fit it in because like ben i prefer when i have a rest day to do bugger all i, I want to make sure that my watch is telling me that i'm a hero and i've and i've and i've it's, i've sped up my recovery i i need that because i don't sleep <clears> you know so I need, yeah go on, Kim. Chris, do you, do you think that um, a rest day should include um, something that's less mentally stressful as well as yeah. Um, physically? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You, you're. It's not. It's, it's more about your mind mm. than your body. A hundred percent more about your mind than your body. Um, I think that's why. Again, that's why I try and switch off from running 
for me also with the running is because usually I'm filming something or I'm, I'm doing something. So it's even more of a reason for me not to run uh, on my or do something physically activity on, on my days is to make sure that I do get a break from from that sort of stuff. But yeah, I, I, I would do something again. You don't, you don't have to have I would say look at your week and have a complete rest day of doing like nothing. So no physical activity, but on, you know, on the other one or two days, then looked and that's where you put in maybe your, your swimming or your yoga or your, your walking. Walking's awesome. Don't neglect walking people. I mean, you could go out and go for a nice morning walk. If you, you know, if you're working from home or whatever, that's awesome. I mean, so don't neglect that as well. So something low impact mentally and physically is, is mm. good, to, good yeah. to add in. But I think, yeah, I think looking back, I definitely, all that sort of stuff. When I just started running, I was just like, I'm just going to run every day. What are I going to do about it? <laughs> it's true, don't it, Wilco? But Wilco, yeah. I've, I've got to get on to, uh, I want to talk about quickly because uh, I'm getting close to um, kickoff. So I want to, <laughs> we are getting out of here at eight o'clock tonight. Um, I want to talk about, because we've got the Extreme Park Run got announced. So yeah. if you know what that is, um, at 40 Runs Running Club, Running Community, running everything, fully runs, heroes, legends, that everybody is, family that we all are. Um, Hayden and the gang, Alan, Carolyn, they announced today that the new location's going to be... Can someone remember what it is? Because I could It's Yarbrough, which is which, uh, Lincoln Way. Which is. is Lincoln Way. They've got very good weather spoons there, apparently, Ben says. Um, <laughs> so that's been announced. So if you've got no idea what we're talking about, watch... Uh, oh, it's not out yet, is it? Oh, it's coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, there's a video coming out about uh, Extreme Park Run, but get involved. You don't have to be in the Facebook group. Just give us a shout on Instagram or, or email. What's the email, Wilco? Longrunshow at gmail.com. If you want to get involved, it's a fun day out. I think they had, what, 200 people, for argument's sake, at, at the last one did. It's just great fun. You just meet great people. There's no worries about how fast or slow you are. No one gives a toss really what you're doing. We, we really don't care. It's just for a good time. It's a great community activity. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, so if you're local to that, what was it? Great Yarmouth again. What was it called? Yar what? Yarbrough. Yarbrough, thank you. Come along. It's uh, May, May the 18th. There you go. May day. the 18th. Oh, is, that, is there a race on that weekend? It's Hackney that weekend. Oh, might be. It's oh, a week awesome. after I. It's a week after um, the Leeds Marathon for me, so I will be just having a little trot and seeing my mates. Yeah, I think if that's he the, turns up, that's the way. <laughs> if his one mate turns up, no. If, you, <laughs> if you've got, if you've got, honestly, if you've not been involved in this, I, I would, I would strongly recommend it. I, 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 where is that fact? I'm going to read you a fact. Hang on. I thought this is quite a good fact actually. I found today. It's actually sent to me by a legend, which I can't talk about. Uh, until next week. Did a little wink for you there, Kimmy. Um, one in 12 people in the UK are registered to do, to do park run. That's amazing. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? One in 12 people in the UK are registered to do park run. That's amazing. What a stat that is. Just think about how many people are in this country, right? One in 12 of them is registered to do part run. That is the power of part run. Now, we speak about it a lot on this uh, little live stream award-winning podcast. There are 200 episodes and not yet been taken off of air. But it is a powerful thing, okay? It's free. It's weekly. There's a community spirit. And I think it's it's so amazing the people that you meet at part run, that you bump into, that you get talking to. And it's also a lifeline to so many people out there. Park walking is now a thing as well. Is that right? Uh, I'm well? doing that tomorrow, actually. There you go, right. Park walk tomorrow. I think as a club, we've got the most run directors, uh, uh, park run run directors of any club in the country. Just put that stat out there as well, by the way. Uh, the 40 Runs Running Club. So I just think it's an amazing thing. So if, you, if you're listening to this going, I know these guys keep banging on about it, but what the heck? It, honestly, check it out, please. Because it is an incredible thing. It's amazing how many lives it's touched and how many how much improvement it's made to people, you know, mentally and physically. I, I just I just would love everybody to at least try it once if you can. I know I know in Malta it's not big, in the Philippines it's not big where we we're number one. But yeah, please, please try it. Come along to Extreme Park Run. Don't be put off. Maybe you're anxious about coming along to something like that. I get that, but don't don't 
you know, put that barrier there. Just say hello. Just come, Just come along. Hello. You don't have to wear a top. We couldn't give a monkeys what you're wearing. You can run in a dry robe for all we care. We really don't care. You don't have to have a kit. You don't have to have anything. None of that. And there's no barrier to what we do, okay, in terms of entry. You don't have to be fast. You don't have to be slow. You don't have to run. You can crawl it if you want. You can sing the White Cliffs of Fordy if you want the whole way along, like Ben did, the whole way. You could do whatever you like, but don't don't put barriers up because there is none to getting involved in 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 what we're doing, but also part run. So check that out. Right, okay. So what's everybody doing the weekend? Kimmy, are you back at the physio? I've got physio on Tuesday, um, and I'm hoping tomorrow. I'm going to need to ask someone for a lift um, to take me to park run so I can do a park walk. Hell's um, bells, get her involved. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Yeah, get one of them. They must oh, you South End crew. There's millions of you. They must oh, be they're brilliant. They got me some massive bunch of flowers and oh, some vouchers. Here are they. Yeah, they're the best. They are the best. Will cope. Um, well, my plans have changed. I've got a bit of car trouble. So um I'll be out for a little bit of a run tomorrow before work, and then I'm gonna be I was gonna go to Bedford, but I can't get there this week. So right. um I'll be doing um I'll be doing a 10 miler. Just down the river, or first first long run of the um of the marathon plan, of the plan of the Leeds plan. Uh, Ben, what are you doing? Uh, so eighteen miler tomorrow with uh with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, laps of Hartham Common, joyous. Oh, uh, beautiful. And then I think Sunday's a surprise, isn't it? Yeah, I've got a surprise for Ben on Sunday. I'm going to break him. <laughs> well, I'm not going to break him. My celebrity friend's going to break him. It's going to be hilarious. I'm going to just celebrity feel, friend. Just sit back and. You've got a celebrity friend now. Oh, oh, revealed, but he's going to get broken. He's already been arranged. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. No, so, this is so, so one week he gets told off because he's run 16 oh, miles news. after nine. Big news. I forgot to tell you, Wilco. So do you remember that it's not the news that I'm not allowed to talk about till next week? That's, <laughs> that is big news. We'll talk about that next week on the show. But if you remember, it's just reminding me. So, um, a couple of weeks ago, we did a we did a pre-record where we was meant to talk about everybody's emails, right? And if you've got some emails, send yeah. it to what the is first, it? Yeah, it was the um yeah longmanchurchgmail.com. It was the first email special that didn't feature any emails. In yeah, the- so it never turned into it because we got onto the subject of running influencers, right? And I was very well behaved. I was I was extremely well behaved, in fact, because again, I was really worried that there's going to be a lawsuit. So, as part of that, I mentioned this guy on TikTok. He's got like. 600,000 followers on TikTok. Same again on, on YouTube. And he's and he's got that within like a month. It's blown up, this guy. I did that, and then he messaged me this week and said that somebody had sent him the podcast. So I, I went back to him, and I said to him, do you want to come on? And he went, yeah, all right, I'll come on. So I've been messaging back and forth. So Sunday, I'm recording a special podcast with him which will come out. So if you've not, and I always... I, Are we going to give him a shout out? Have you got your socials? What's yeah, I, but I can't pronounce his name because I'm an idiot and I must learn it for the weekend. Uh, spell it. Hang on. No, but it's really, it's a, it's Irish. He's got a thick... Uh, uh, all I would say is follow Mulligan's underscore fitness on, on Instagram, right? They've got, but if you're offended by bad language, don't watch it, whatever you do. Oh, do really? Not, if you if you're offended by any bad language, do not watch it. Oh, perhaps we'll get our second F bomb. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be the first C bomb this coming. <gasps> but I'm gonna put I'm gonna put up there before it's why we're doing a pre-record. It's gonna have about a million warnings before it goes oh. out, right? Our first uh, a proper pre-record for um it's being pre-recorded because content. of the language, right? Oh. But it, uh, the guy is a hero. If you watch his stuff, it talks so much sense. I love him. I genuinely love him. But also, now this is the interesting. I've got to go because the game started. But <laughs> if you actually, and we're going to get into this, his story is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant about his story. And it resonated with me quite a lot, actually, because he was he's riddled with anxiety, couldn't come out of his room, huge debts, business wasn't going anywhere, uh, and all this sort of stuff. Self-doubt was going to just, you know, end it all, all this sort of stuff. And then to now be one of the, and I'm not just saying this, he's one of the hottest tickets on social media at the moment. He's going, he's flying off to America. That's why we're doing it Sunday. So um, when are we putting this out, mate? I'll probably put it out pretty quickly because I obviously want to ride the trend. 
that's a game. That's a game we're in. That's the game we're in. But um, so that came out of that. So somebody, whoever listened to this show out of the 200 episodes, listened to that and sent it to him. So whoever that was, that's yeah. what I want to do. I just wanted to thank you because having someone like that on here is huge for us because obviously we don't pay for any marketing. We're not an immediate company. We don't have two million pounds for private equity to tell everyone to win awards and all this sort of stuff. We don't do any of that. It's just us, friends, family talking about running. So thank you to whoever that was to sharing the love. Right, that's it. I've got to go and watch the football. Kimmy, can you just do us all a favour and not fall over for a bit? I'm really going to try. I really... That'd be amazing. I look forward to... Hopefully I get to see you before Paphos. If not, I'll see you out there. Yeah. Um, Wilco, hope you get your car fixed. Toe, be good if you did some running. I'm going cycling this weekend. No, we don't talk about biking on this channel. We do now. And Benny Boy, with your... um, Mike that keeps lighting up. I was very close to saying the wrong thing then. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'll see you in the morning bright and early, young man. And I I am going to get you destroyed on Sunday. But I think for some reason, I think you're actually going to enjoy it. gone pink again. Yeah, I know. Right. Okay. (laughs) Tobe, can you do all the graphics? Because I need to get out of it. I want to go watch the footy. No, we can just stay here for a bit if you want. No, I've got to go. I've gone. Bye. No, I can't, I can't find it. No, hang on. Kim, oh, Kim yes. wants them in. Not really. What? Oh. No, you do. <laughs> <laughs>